comes from a dim, red bulb, and an electrical discharge at the top of a broken mixing console. The radio crew are obviously hiding from something. In the dim light, a creature can be seen, a hideous caricature of a human, half man, half oath. It stumbles into the hellish light. and utters a pitiful howl. Our lights are live. Good, good evening, everyone. Uh, oh my goodness, is it is it Halloween already? I'm afraid that I've no idea what's going on in the studio tonight, but I do know that my name is Harry Balzac. I know that I'm Wilma Fingerdoo, and like my cousin Amelia Hawke, I ain't afraid of nothing, except maybe double negatives. I'm Mia Hartness, and I'm afraid that Harry's already done something that I'm going to have to apologise for later on. I'm still Juan Kerr, and I'm afraid that it's likely to be me again. I'm Norma Stuckers, and I'm afraid that Harry's going to touch that switch again. Oops, I quite obviously meant to press uh, this button. Pilots Federation members finally get the point. Backseat drivers rumoured to be armed and dangerous. Fleet carrier star bars unbarred as swirly pits vomit comet solved. Vive la Revolution! Hotbox are revolting! Done, but not forgotten. The indestructible heart. The name is Care. Huang Care. All the community news that's fit to broadcast, and maybe a bit that isn't. The Pilots Federation have sometimes been accused of missing the point. However, this time they've hit the mark and are on point. They've announced that they've been working on improvements for suits. Specifically, they finally worked how to add servo motors to the shoulders, elbows and wrists so that communication between pilots will no longer be constrained to just crouching and turning. So you'll be more like Sigourney Weaver in Alien rather than in Gorillas in the Mist. Italian pilots have welcomed this news, with soon-to-be open arms and stations throughout the bubble have started putting up No Mime Artist posters in all of the concourses. We understand that these modifications are in their early stages at the moment, and so will not allow full freedom of movement, so don't expect to be seeing Cirque de Sirius performing their record-breaking human pyramid act 
on the surface of any planet, not even a low gravity one anytime soon, not without the extensive use of Velcro, that is. From what we're told, with your new suit you'll be able to wave, applaud, point, agree, disagree, stop, go and of course salute. The press release says that these gestures will be context sensitive, so we presume that you'll be able to engage sarcastic mode, where you'll clap when someone gets blown up, you can agree to disagree, choose how many fingers and which are extended when waving, and we look forward to the second iteration of the gestures where stop and go but can be used in intimate contexts for commanders who like to keep their suits on, and the salute will be extended to allow the full rimmer. We know that many pilots are quite fond of games. This may explain the quick creation of the wave, applaud, point, agree, disagree, stop, go, salute game, based upon the popular ancient game of rock, paper, scissors, lizard, spock. Viewers and listeners should not look in the shops just yet, however, as it is estimated that it will take until 3312 at least for them to work out the rules. Calling shotgun when heading for your vehicle may be more appropriate than you think in the future, as plans are being drawn up for a new twin-seat combat SRV, but there's no indication at this point in time as to which side will have the steering wheel. Indeed, come to think of it, we don't even know if the spare seat will be at the side, hence the steering wheel question, or behind, which leads to backseat driver jokes, and the necessity for some kind of in-flight entertainment system on the back of the driver's chair to keep the passenger amused during long trips. The possibilities of this new arrangement are endless. You could have endurance races where you can change drivers back and forth as you get tired. You could have base raids where you can take a fleet of double SRVs into a base, drop off your passengers to create an on-foot assault team whilst the SRVs provide covering fire. Passengers can get out and push if you get stuck. You can create your own SRV taxi and earn rewards by picking up stranded pilots who are short of oxygen and get them back in the nick of time. If the design is modular, you could create your own bendy bus by stringing a load of cabs together or make a stretch limo for Hindus. Maybe the second cabin can have options, so it can be a cargo bay or hold an insulated container so you can be a delivery driver for McThargoids. We are not looking forward to giving Cecil a lift, however. We've seen what a mess he can make of the inside of a ship's cabin, and the last thing you want when you're driving away from dropping him at yet another bar that doesn't serve drinks is the sound of an empty June bottle rolling side to side every time you turn a corner, convinced that this will be the turn when... Now that's going to take some cleaning up. Excuse me. You may remember that a few weeks ago we were talking about the social spaces on megaships and the problems with fitting abyss-proof glass needed to protect your delicate psyche from the sight of witch space to fleet carriers. Details are sketchy at this point, but it appears that the work has been done on creating vomit-suppressing glass for megaships has borne fruit, and that this can be adapted for the car transporters of the sky. 
We think that this is likely to result in passengers disembarking from their ships and wandering around the halls, queuing for meals as soon as the fleet carrier sets off, sneaking down to the duty-free shop when the spouse isn't looking and forlorn messages coming over the tannoy. Could the pilot of the Diarrhea Brown Anaconda registration HU770N please return to their vehicle and move it, as it is preventing other commanders from using the large pad. We are now arriving in our destination system. All pilots should return to their vehicles and prepare to disembark. As soon as we have news of the exact facilities to be made available for fleet carriers, we'll let you know and suggest that you invest in shares of whoever makes the fittings required, as they're going to shoot up in value once the hanky clones start outfitting their fleets. Nominations close today for the next hotbox leader, the hotboss, and, well, the turnout was a little, um, disappointing, with only two of you bothering to nominate. On top of this disappointing turnout, we are treated to a lovely slice of boredom as both nominators went for the same option. This is where things start to get interesting. Instead of nominating someone from among their ranks, both have requested that Hotbox becomes a republic. Well, sort of. Both nominators coincidentally had exactly the same idea at exactly the same time. They want Hotbox to be run by its Council of Elders. If you haven't heard of the Council of Elders, they are made up of some former hotbosses and venerable and learned commanders from across the hotbox community. It's a big step moving from a cruel and all-powerful, if temporary, dictator to a benevolent ruling council of worthies. The hotboss voting process can cope. The vote will go ahead as a simple vote for or against the nomination. This gives everyone a chance to vote as they would normally. To vote you must be a member of the Hutton Group and be an Xbox Commander. Please PM either myself or Andrew Swaziland Swaziland with your vote. You're either for or against the leadership of Hotbox being taken over by the Council of Elders. Voting will open after the show and close on Thursday 7th of October. The results will be announced on next week's Hutton News. Well, that's it from Election Central. There are rumours reaching Hutton Orbital that the dastardly Don Antonacci has left his family villa on Wolf 359 and has taken everything, including the light fittings, with him. We spoke to him earlier today and he left us a message. This is the Don, sending a message to all of you trackers. This is it. I have had enough. I don't want to play no more. You win. I am taking a leaf out of the, the big book from your apology officer and boarding the enormous half and going to Beagle Point. I've left Don Presto in charge and he's far more scary than me. I have never known a bunch of mother truckers as confusing as you lot. But I'm a gentleman. I like a challenge, and you, you attrackers, are a proper challenge. Now, you keep your hands off of my villa. Mama is still there, and you do not want to cross Mama. 
I did that once, and I could not sit down for a month. It has been a pleasure to know you all, and don't you go thinking that me leaving means you've won. I just have a new business venture that demands my attention. Lots of love, the Don. Giuseppe, Giuseppe, will you please put away that big beam laser? We don't need that anymore. Yes, yes, you can take the chainsaw. Don presto, don presto. Fetch my matching luggage. There have been some complaints recently that someone has given Tharg the Mighty the secret formula to wheat meat wheat cakes and that consequently he's had three for breakfast each day and that this has made his heart indestructible. The Pilots Federation has disputed this finding and say that they know for a fact that Thargoids, of course, enjoy a lightly toasted escape pod for their first meal of the day. <laughs> Don't, of course, eat the canister, but it's plunged into boiling lava until it glows cherry red. But it may not look red to us, given that the Thargoids do, after all, live in an ammonia atmosphere, and who knows what particulates their industrial history has left to float around. And then, as the pod pops up to the surface, the distress beacon gives a ping and the Thargoids scoop out the now-cooked, um, interior. Uh, the Thargoids call these hot pockets, and they have become increasingly popular as their scientists have managed to inject various flavourings. Oh, I, I digress. Look, we are talking about the indestructible heart of Tharg. The Pilots' Federation have had their scientists working on this problem night and day, and depending on which planet they're on, that can be a very long time. And I've promised that the issue is not that Tharg's heart is indestructible, but their weapons were using old oscillator coils, and that once they've been replaced, Tharg, and of course his minions, will be susceptible once more. Now this comes as no surprise to us all here at Hutton. Indeed, we've known all along that there must have been a mistake. Everyone, including of course Commander Beetlejude, who created this splendid illustration, knows that there is only one indestructible heart in this galaxy. And that huge item belongs to Commander Sally, who daily toils in the Pilots' Federation salt mines with a smile on her face and a cheery quip for everyone, regardless of how much they deserve it. Long may this continue. There's a party going on in George's pants and everyone is happy again. Nay, not just happy, but elated. I'm not quite sure we know exactly what went on in George's pants to get from happy to elated in under a week, and I'm pretty sure we don't want to know. Well, not an air anyway. Elsewhere, all Hutton systems paint a swathe of blue across the Hutton main master situation control monitoring board. Everywhere is at least happy with not a cloud on the horizon. Citizens in Y0855-0714 are even having a public holiday. <sighs> so that'll be the water filters needing repair again next week. <clears throat> this week, only three systems are below 40%. 
Earlier in the week, Barnard's star recovered marginally as no other factions were squabbling, but an election between the second and third place factions had put the brakes on and it has settled on 34. Epsilon Eridani is still sitting on 38 after recovering from its recent outbreak of space lurgy and is joined there by Wolf1481. Last week's pirate incursions were chased out of both Wolf 359 and PSPF LF2, only to be scattered into Avic, Alpha Centauri, George's Pants, and Ross 671 from where they were similarly sent packing before they could have much effect. At the top end of the systems league, we have seven systems above 60%, with the hot boxers pushing Van Manen's star to 77. Come on, you lot. Give your opposable thumbs a rest. Stop trading so much and go and zap some plants. Oh, no, you can't. Uh, um, oh, I'm sorry. Now I'm getting filthy looks from the apology officer. Or is it the hot boss election? Anyway, um... Meanwhile, His Grace, the Grand Kazi of Colonia himself, Arch King Prince Earl Hanky, asked that truckers work for Hot Colin Tear to relieve the famine and civil unrest. Sheesh, trouble always comes in pairs in Colonia. Speaking of pairs, truckers should stuff ballot boxes and gerrymander those jerrys like they've never been mandered before in Pythias, where we have an election pending against Ed's 38 for the third faction slot. Get on that podium. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, boost Hutton influence in Barnard Star and Wolf 1481. If you want to shoot something, help sort out the civil unrest in Pythias, so there are a few less mouths to feed in the famine. If you're looking for updates about community-led events, you've come to the right place. And as usual, links will be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube upload. A long time ago, in a galaxy not very far away, the Comfy Cannon crews, based aboard the Fleet Carrier Console, started along the 124 waypoints of the Cannon Challenge, and I can only presume that it must have seemed sensible at the time. Commander Mephisto, who probably wishes he'd ch charged his passengers by the light year for the ride, has sent us this update. Two days of jumping brought Kansu from the Tritium refuelling site near Beetle Point to Waypoint 77 of the Comfy Cannon Cruise. Here at the following waypoints up to number 81, where the cruise is currently, many varieties of astropods as well as trees were featured. We had Cerium, Punicium, Rubella, Prusinium, and Lindigoat. Oh, oh, oh no, sorry, that's a different song. <clears throat> These systems lie far from the centre of the Milky Way in a region of very sparse stars, and each contains an Earth like world. Oh, Continuous atmospheric sibling planets, passengers could get a feel for how the sky might look and admire the awe-inspiring view of the galaxy. Tomorrow, Kansu will move about 1500 light-years to some tasty triple-overlapping tritium hotspots to completely refuel! Expedition All the Clouds in the Sky has been pursuing nebulae like they're going out of fashion, and Commander Deluvian has brought us news of their progress. 
It took a little bit of effort, but eventually, on Thursday, 23rd September, at 15.06 Zodiac time, our carrier arrived at Amundsen Star. An unforgettable view and always a thrill to watch the galaxy from this angle and distance. Amundsen Star is actually not a very big system, but it does have some very interesting features. E.g. three water worlds and one notable stellar phenomena, composed of a Lagrange cloud, and a small population of varied gyre trees, stolen pods. There is only one landable planet, however, and it does not seem to have any biological forms. We pushed another 25 jump towards Angosk OMWD10, better known as Suppositus Beacon. As the name suggests, it sits there at the edge of the Parisus Fade like an abandoned lighthouse and with stunning 45,374 light years is thought to be the most distant reachable system from the centre of the galaxy. Visited first in January 3302 by Commander Ollett Nil, shortly after the discovery of advanced FSD boost technology, it is still only reachable with a fleet carrier or a ship with a massive 700.65 light years jump range. After the visit, we jumped back to find a suitable location for refueling. We stopped at Usk's IC BT UD2 1, where Commander Dracomenda found a ringed gas giant with tritium hotspots. It will be a longer stop this time. We need to recoup around 9,000 tons of fuel. Once we are done, next waypoint 3. Geminorum. Big thanks to Commanders Dracomenda, Hazard 6S, D Rainwater for all the mining efforts. P.S. The good news is that Commander Kalidas Akoma, who for unknown reasons got left behind in the bubble, is already on his way to support the crew. He still needs to cross the entire Kepler's Crest to get to our location, but he will get there. A little note for the time zone confused amongst our audience. In Deluvian's reports, Zodiac Standard Time is Eastern Standard Time and Sol Time is UTC. Clear now? No, me neither. If you like to zig when the rest of the galaxy zags, then go and zag away and you say you've been everywhere and seen everything, Commander Infernal Moose has some useful information. It's been another exciting week on the Great Galactic Circumnavigation Infernal Expedition. Last week we reached Magellan's star, the easternmost system in the galaxy. While there we held a variety of social events including SRV races, ship races, SLF races around the carrier and even on-foot races for those able to exit their ships. The on-foot commanders were also able to take stunning pictures on the rim of an atmospheric crater with the entire galaxy as the backdrop. We were also able to gather in the nearby notable stellar phenomena in the system to commemorate the beginning of leg two of the expedition. The commemorations unfortunately went a bit far when all the ships surrounding Commander Sleepy Weasel's T9 suddenly decided to boost resulting in Commander Sleepy Weasel's T9's rapid and uncontrolled disassembly. Much blame goes to the tons of Centauri Megagen which went missing from the carrier's stores. 
Since leaving Magellan's star, we have traveled another 33,000 light years for a total of about 80,000 light years since we left Gebel almost two weeks ago, and still have about 140,000 light years ahead of us. Commander Solandri's carrier was able to meet us again and provide the remaining ships and modules in stock on his carrier for the expedition crew. Over 250 modules and all of the ships for sale were purchased. Big thanks again to Commander Solandri. Exploration continues to be the main activity for the expedition crew. With over 3 billion credits of exploration data sold to Universal Cartographics on the carrier since we left Gabel. There have also been countless NSPs found along our route through this region of space. The expedition also experienced its first unexpected rapid return to the bubble when Commander Pendeja inadvertently picked the free Sidewinder when his ship was destroyed. More impressive, however, was his commitment to return to the expedition. Commander Pendeja is a very new pilot without many resources or access to engineering, which is making his return even more amazing. In the course of a day, he was able to put together a DBX designed for long-range gather materials at the Jameson's crash site, unlock Felicity Farseer, upgrade his FSD, and board the Pillars of Gulu, a carrier bound for Colonia, captained by Commander Axel Argon. He has since arrived in Colonia and is making his way along the Neutron Highway to Sagittarius A, where he will board the Unknown Vessel the first expedition refueling carrier, which will take him the final 25,000 light years to meet with the expedition on Monday. Kudos to Commander Pendeja for not giving up. A number of other commanders are also joining the expedition along a similar route. Anyone still wishing to join the expedition is welcome to board the unknown vessel parked next to Explorer's Anchorage. If you think you're going to be bored after October the 11th, you love Earth-like worlds and you're looking for something to fill the following six months, then Commander Chiggy von Richthofen's expedition will suit you down to the terra incognita, as the commander explains. I hereby invite any and all commanders to join my great Earth-like world fishing expedition. The fully outfitted fleet carrier USS Saratoga will depart from the bubble, presently located at Scar D1, on October 11th and proceed directly to Zuneo KU-DD13-3764 in the Empyrean Straits region of the Galactic Core. Upon arrival at the destination system, all registered participants are invited to compete in a six-month-long Earth-like world hunt to conclude on April 11th. To those commanders interested, I will offer prize money in-game credits to be distributed by way of the carrier market to those who place first, second and third in the competition. A grand prize of 20 billion credits will be paid to the overall winner, 10 billion to second place and 5 billion to third place. Other prize money of lesser amounts to be determined before launch of the expedition will be paid to commanders for discovery of any single Earth-like worlds, which are expedition records in various categories also to be determined before the launch date. 
And that's this week's summary of community-led events. If you want yours to be featured, just email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and we'll get in touch. And that was the news. We're going to do some chatting in a moment, but don't disappear. The fun's not over yet. Stay tuned for brand new Gownet News Digest, Flossie's Roundup of the CG News, Hutton Sports Report, and of course, this week's act of courage and daring as Amelia tackles one of the galaxy's most rare and dangerous items, so you don't have to. And all of that comes up after what we in the trade call the talkie bits. And we've survived the news. And it'll sound Oof. wonderful in the edit. I didn't survive. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, went, it went better than most. most yeah, that's true. It went yeah, better than I do most weeks, but, you know. would be amazed how good it sounds in the, in the audio yeah. edit. Of course, the video one's still going to have all the mistakes in, but never mind. <laughs> well, that was ah, fun, wasn't we it? Yes. Mostly, mostly. Yeah. Don't forget, mostly. everyone, we've got the green room coming up. So if you want to talk to us at the end of the show, time to get TeamSpeak up and going and point it to ts.forthemug.com. And we've already got an entire person in there. Well, two people. <laughs> I don't know about anyone else, but, you know, I'm here to talk to people. So everyone get your bottoms in gear and get Oof. in that green room. Yes. That's not how you talk. I, well, I no, mean, I normally use a lot more swear words, but yeah. you know, it's no, it's the radio. A, you, we're not you said to. you. I want, we want to talk, so get your bottom in gear. That's that's not really the right way, I'm sure. Or you'd be surprised. Mm. Not my, my, my <laughs> You'd be surprised how many <laughs> talk people talk well. out of there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fundament. Can you see us? <laughs> you just did. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, we've got <laughs> some bits to get through. So um, we want. It may come as a surprise to some people who were watching the news earlier about Don, the Don Antonacci, who's been a, yes. a great supporter of us uh, over the years uh, and put his hand in um, Frontier's pocket whenever it was time to go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's done, yes, so he so uh, this is absolutely a positive thing for him. This is him de deciding it's time for different challenges. This is not being bored. This is not getting anything in the way. It, this is yeah. him doing something that's just good for him. And that, that's that's brilliant. I think we'll miss him, but yeah. people have, people have to look after themselves as well, don't they? He's moving on and moving on and moving up, isn't he? Mm. He is, yeah. I've, I've got here, that this is um what he posted in LinkedIn, okay? He said, hello, friends. This week I've started a new role within the industry. I'll share the details in a separate post, but before I do, I'd just like to say a huge and heartfelt thank you to all the people at Frontier and all the partners that have made the last six and a half years an absolutely incredible experience. I'm extremely proud to have been part of a small part of something so awesome. To go from the start of a self-publishing journey to having multiple number one charting titles, millions of players across multiple communities, working with celebrity talent, great IP and such talented and creative teams. I'm generally hyped for the future of Frontier and I will continue to watch and enjoy the many exciting things to come from the sidelines. I'll just end this post with one of the amazing uh, memories from my time there. And then that's where it ends. <coughs> no, we didn't. Uh, that was getting a bit long after that. So, yeah, that's, I think it's, it's good news for him. So we'll miss him, but good yes. luck. And hopefully we'll see him at uh, events. You never know. As a 
Yeah. As a punter. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that's that's good. And that's, more yeah. more happy news. Who wants to take the next one? I will, if you like. Yeah, and then? We'd also like to give a big welcome to the world of tomorrow, to Nora Venezia, our very newest trucker tonight. Mr. Venezia and the lovely Mrs. Venezia welcome their new crew member to the galaxy this week. Congratulations to them both and much love from Hutton to the entire family. Her arrival has been a little unexpectedly early and Nora has been in a big rush to experience everything a little earlier than expected. However, she's in good hands with some wonderful doctors and Mrs. Venetia is similarly on the mend. Troubling times for all of them, but all our very best goes out to the entire family and as ever. If there's anything the Hutton crew can do, even if it's just being a friendly ear, then we give it freely. Stay strong, you glorious Tucker family. Yes. Yes. Ask Chicks if he's got the meat sweets from the mini Hutton last week. I, th- I think that's supposed to say meat. Sweets. Oh, that a it, was, it was meat sweats until until the apology <laughs> officer got in there. And, oh, and I just I had meats. I read it as I read it as meat sweets, and then I went, "Oh no, it's meat sweats." I thought, "No, meat sweets is funny." I imagine meaty flavored sweets. A roast beef humbug. <laughs> a, um, a small bit of context. Um, we met Commander Aiden. Is Aiden in the chat? He usually is. He might mm. be in the green room later anyway. You can ask him. Um, Van Tien, Um I don't know uh, Claire Helen's commander name. What's Claire? Claire's commander. Claire Helen. Commander yeah, Claire, Claire Helen. Helen. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was right the first time. Um, and a uh, sort of events colleague of, uh, of David's. We, we met up and had a few beers and a, an awful lot of meat. On uh, Saturday night at Bodine's near the Tower of London, and we went on to a bar and had some nice, uh, nice cocktails. Mm. I had a bloody hangover the next day, I must admit. But uh, <laughs> it's quite old. Well, I had three pints and <laughs> yeah, but four gins. Yeah, <laughs> two bloody and and, and <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I remember um, anyway. No, no, no okay. it was great. It was nice to see everybody and uh, good to get out and about again. Well, I was going to say as well, there is a rumour going round, um, or there will be shortly because I'm just starting it, that uh, the reason Nora Venezia arrived early mm. is that she heard there was some BGS work needed done. Uh, <laughs> she wanted to get what, started. In, uh, in Van Marnen's Star, yeah. In Van Marnen's Star, yeah, she's, she's yeah. gone, yeah, she's, she's, she's arrived early to get in there and sort of bring the, on it. bring the influence down what, a bit. Her father's daughter, she must get out there and start shooting something. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, you don't want her flying a ship of her own straight away. You get her on the gunner turret, then she's into ship launch fighters, then SRV, then a, a sidewinder. Nah, until until <laughs> they've already spaffed all your heat sinks away. Yeah. <laughs> Only the size of a little pip anyway. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> she only gets a little pip. <laughs> but there we go. Oh, well, good luck to them anyway. Yeah. Hope she's home so, soon. So other big... Big, big news coming. We don't know when it's coming, but we know it's coming. Mm. Ah, anyone see the? I know you didn't, but I always ask. <laughs> yeah. Anyone see the Frontier live stream on Tuesday? I didn't see Tuesday. I, I did watch a lot of it. Yes, yeah, so not yeah, not live, but I did. I did try and catch up with some of it. I, well, I don't go home from working time. Well, that's why they invented a thing called YouTube. So yeah, it wasn't up on YouTube. It was only on Twitch. 
and to go and find Oof. it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there was, there was yeah, a forum. Somebody was kind enough to send me the link to the forum post, though, so I did have a read at that. I do remember Arf asking in the um, in the live stream though, for one of his team to put it up on YouTube, so I wonder yeah. who's going to get the you know flippy chair into the fiery pit this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, they it was Arf and Sally and... Uh, and the first five minutes was comical because you know how what a sort of IT dinosaur Arf is. So his his uh, his tech fail this week was to set an emoji only chat. <laughs> so you can imagine the chat was just full of random emojis. Um, I imagine if, it, if he'd done it by mistake, I imagine it'd be full of aubergines. <laughs> there, were, there were a few of those. Yeah. Aubergine only chat, <laughs> yeah. which was which was really interesting, really funny, until it wasn't. Um, <laughs> so update. Eight was the main theme about uh, what they were talking about. So the, so the date of release is still to be confirmed. Um, but they did release a nice little video. Um, and I don't know if, if anybody's going to play it while we're talking, but probably not. Probably not. Um, highlighting the various new features of Update 8. So we've already talked about emotes. Mm-hmm. In the uh, in the news, no more Kurtz. Well, you can still Kurtz if you want, but you can also do it while you're waving up, giving the thumbs up, saluting, uh, gesticulating generally. Um, uh, just as a as a question, if anybody knows, if you're waving your arms around while you're talking bollocks, does anybody know what that's known as? I'm sure you're going to tell us. It's gesticulating. Uh. Uh. Um. Got emotes, four-player multi-crew on, is coming, so people with larger ships. So the uh, initially, in fact, the, I'm not going to suggest that things are coming later, but the Anaconda Beluga, the Federal Courgette, as it was uh, christened by somebody, the T9, T10, um, Colonia, Colonia is getting uh, four new engineers. It'll be um, engineering on foot stuff, so suits and personal weapons, things like that, or cloning a new uh, uh, hanky clone army for it. Um, Megaship interiors, which were mentioned previously, but they confirmed they're coming in update eight. Um, and then you'll also be able to mix and match Horizons and Aussie skins, which I think there was some conflict between them previously, but they fixed that. And there'll be lots of sort of different types of missions and additions to missions and all kinds of stuff that I don't really understand because I don't do it. I'm out uh, zapping weeds still. If I was scanning Earthlights this week. And post-update 8... Which everybody wants to talk about was the uh, was the new combat SRV, which we've also talked about in the uh, in the news. So repeat after me: the twin seat combat SRV is not coming. Is not repeat. Is not coming in update eight. The twin combat SRV is not coming. That's in update. Yes, Eight. Very good. But it'll definitely be in combat uh, in update nine, won't it? No, 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 no. no, no. no. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll be later. Soon. Oh, they lied to me. So did it, I don't know if anybody, has anybody watched the, time is all wrong to watch the Thursday live stream, isn't it? I did watch some of it. Um, okay. I was a bit late getting in, I had to, I was there at the end though. Um, and they were looking at the two of the new user new interface des- designers. 
the developers, the devs. The developers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was um, so And they were looking at some of the things, mind. like, um, they were going to, just going through some of the, the kind of menus and things like that as well. Really, really interesting stuff. So they got a nice new look for things like uh, the shipyard. Um, so if you're going to look at your ships in the shipyard now, you get a full colour picture of your ships and things. Mm. Uh, they've changed the layout a bit, but it, it makes a huge difference just being able to see that, you know, and, and look at it differently. And it's got all your modules and things. And yeah, it just looked a lot more kind of, it's, it's less text heavy and more kind of pictures mm. and graphics involved as well. So it looks a lot nicer on screen, you know. And did they say when that's going to be implemented? Uh, no. Uh, they might have said that, but I didn't hear. Yeah. Soon, <laughs> I think. Yeah, soon. Soon, TM. I think is the is the usual. Um, but it did look very good. That was that was partly what I saw, and they were trying to unify the look between Odyssey and Tizens. Yeah. So that there wasn't a, a kind of jarring kind of feel when you went from one set of menus to the other. You know, it wasn't like yeah, like you could see the line. You know, um, well, it, was, it was pretty obvious when Odyssey first came out that they'd they'd sort of trialed it, they'd alphaed it without us knowing in the fleet carrier um, UIs and graphics. Yeah, they're all you know, it's it's all immediately transferred over to Odyssey, which is nice because you get that uh, consistency. So it's it's intuitive because you used to you know it's a bit like a famous uh, twenty first century uh, phone brand. You know, you know what you're pressing. Because yeah. it always looks the same on whatever you press it on. Yeah. yeah, and that was one of the things they were talking about as well, was apart from things like muscle memory, where you know where things are just by, yeah. you know, but you don't look anymore, but you know it by feel. Yeah. Um, well, Sean, Sean would do that if he, when he messed around with his stream decks and he, his yes. muscle memory failed yeah. to switch our mics on it. Yes, that's exa- exactly yeah. what happened because <laughs> I got a whole load of sounds for the, for the intro. One of my stream decks had them on, so I moved that right in front of me so I could reach them easily. And then the, the the mic on button was in the wrong place. <clears throat> and then yeah. and then I forgot to unmute myself in time for my part of <sighs> Helen's uh, community report. Mm. There we go. Um, <laughs> That's normally yeah. My so they they were talking about kind of uh, muscle memory and that whole kind of thing of mm. knowing where things is because they're always there and anything you change might make a change to that. So if you've got to change that, you want to make it as you want to make it as undisruptive <laughs> you want to make it as smooth as possible and as easy as possible for people to adapt yeah you know so yeah it was it was interesting listening to what they were saying mm. and there we go yeah, i'll have to watch that tomorrow yeah oh, it's, it's, it's worth the watch and right, they did, you know the usual uh stellar screenshots things like that yeah yeah um, next week i keep meaning to get a picture in for stellar screenshots and so do i and then i i see the ones on there i think cool they're good I know. I, I I do that as well. But then, if you never put one in, you can never win. Yeah, this is you true. Know? I can put I, I can put one in and hope it's a bad week. You know. You know what? I like my <laughs> um, ass paint job. Oh, what have you got on it? I, um, it's the the azure blue sort of. Oh thing. yes, blue yeah. in some lights and green in others. It's, and it's all worn away. It's all battered. So does a so does petrol. On water, yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. to it, and it looks orange. <laughs> yes, petrol. Don't mention petrol. No, yes. no, no, no. <laughs> Can't be wasted by that too. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you've got to queue up for it, whatever it is. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's, that's, that's why my son wins. He's got an electric car. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes. 
Right. So, Amelia, so a picture of time. two people trying to get um two people trying to get petrol into a plastic bag. Oh, I heard about that. No, it was a bin liner. Yeah, it was a it was a trans it was a transparent ba- plastic bag. God. How badly wrong you, did that go? Do you realise we're, we're part of the same species as them? <laughs> not, not for very long, if they carry on like yeah, that. Yeah, not for long, yeah. yeah. You, 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 you sit there and you think, that's, that's Darwinism in action, that. It's when you turn up to the petrol station with a with a milk bottle crate full of milk bottles and start filling them. Yeah. That's, that's just in uh, just in Belfast, though, isn't it? It's yeah, well, what fag in your mouth. Yeah. Why not? Too. Filling up a jet ski with a can of petrol in one hand and a fag in the other end. We'll <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. go faster. Yes. Right. Are we? Are we? Uh, are we done Is with it... our bantery bits? Have oh, we done? Yeah. I think we need to uh... move on. So, uh, so is it is it time for the only living species of the order Tubuli dentata? I think it's uh, very possible, I'm yes. Tubuli dentata. <laughs> the only right. living species of the order Tubuli dentata. Tubuli dentata. If you're going to write long words, learn to say them. He was in the line. He pasted it. Tubuli dentata. Tubuli dentata was in the Lion King. No, that's a song. That's a, yes. Was that Dentata? That's not the same. What is on Hamlet? What is anyway, the, anyway, we know what the, the only, only living. Li- what is the only living species of the order to bully Dentata? Oh, I was going to say you don't mean the the latest evolutionary chain of Erectopedita, do you? Yes, of course I do. That, that would be an aardvark then, wouldn't it? Oh, okay, aardvark. <laughs> But, oh, it's me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, seamless. Time for the seamlessly sensible part of the evening. Tears Flossy with the ins and outs of the CGs. Sorry, that's a bit rude. I'm sure they don't have that sort of thing as a community goal. And if they did, it would be would be for Horizons commanders. Oh, no. Over to Flossy. Wave your lighters in the air and sing along. When the universe is in trouble Bug infestations in the bubble Your home stations burn rubble What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this You should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should listen to what Flossie says Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. Last week's CG finished at 6 o'clock UTC this morning over three quarters of the way between tiers 2 and 3. Over 250,000 reports were submitted. The global reward is 15% reduction on all sword Kruger ships and luxury passenger cabins. Also, 10% discount on Dolphin, Orca, Belugalana paint jobs from 1st of October for one week. The participants' rewards, the top 75% of contributors will receive a Class 3 business cabin. Top 50%, Class 5 first class cabin. Top 25%, 
will also receive a dolphin in prestige yellow. Top 10% will also receive an orca in prestige yellow. Top 10 contributors will also receive a beluga liner in prestige yellow. These rewards will be in place by the end of Friday the 1st of October. New CGs. Support or resist the Federation's attempt to capture Yuri Grom. The Delta Pavonis political conference has erupted into conflict between EG Union and Delta Pavonis Galactic Interstellar. President Zachary Hudson gave an official statement. Yuri Grom is a traitor and a dangerous threat to federal security. We cannot ignore any opportunity to eliminate this ruthless tyrant. Delta Pavonis Galactic Interstellar has asked for federal auxiliaries to provide combat support to its forces. To support President Hudson's actions, combat bonds should be delivered to the Freedoms Foundation megaship in the Delta Pavonis system. Should Delta Pavonis Galactic Interstellar prevail over AG Union, the top 75% will have two fixed-mount Class II rapid-fire multi-cannons with increased damage and phasing sequence, but increased spread and reduced range placed in storage at the Freedoms Foundation by the 9th of October 3307. Yuri Gom, the ruler of AG Union, brought us this message. This conference was nothing more than a trap. My delegation was apprehended at gunpoint by a squad of undercover federal agents. Sacrifices made by my loyal guards enabled us to escape from Kessler City, only to find our ships under attack. The Federation has declared war. I will respond in kind. The EG Union called for help from allies of Yuri Gum and enemies of the Federation. To help protect Yuri Grom, combat bonds should be delivered to the indomitable megaship in its Delta Pavonis system. Should EG Union prevail over Delta Pavonis Galactic Interstellar, the top 75% will have two fixed mount Class 2 Seeker missile racks with double engineered high capacity increased fire rate and drag munitions but increased power draw placed in storage at the Indomitable by the 9th of October. Grand Duke Simeon Petrescu, the host of the political conference, has rejected claims that his faction was secretly working with the Federation to entrap Yuri Grom. The Federal Diplomatic Corps has not yet commented on its role in these events. The two factions have set out seven-day campaigns which will end when the top tier is reached by either faction or early on Thursday 7th of October. To be eligible for rewards you must sign up as an active participant before handing in combat bonds at the Freedoms Foundation or the Indomitable at the Delta Pavonis system. And that's it for this week's CG News. Blossy told you what to do Thank you, Flossie. The CGs are really divisive, aren't they? With me or against me sort of thing. Nearly as bad as a referendum. Now we have the Eric and Ernie of the Galnet Galaxy. No prizes for knowing which one has the short, fat, hairy legs. But if you listen carefully, you can hear them rub together as he crosses his ankles.
News Digest, 30th of September 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news... Revealing the Joker's deck. Beluga Bonanza. Feds failed to get Grom. A matter of little gravity. Revealing the Joker's deck. Galnet News Digest, 12th of February 3305. Lady Talitha Ambrose, heir to the Ambrose Foundation, has vanished, and so has all the Foundation's money. That was how he announced the disappearance of Lady Talitha Ambrose two and a half years ago, the assets of the Charitable Foundation amounting to some 300 billion credits, was transferred through a number of bank accounts, making its eventual destination untraceable, and leaving a number of wealthy families rather less wealthy, and a number of worthy charities with no funds to continue their work. Lady Talitha's mother, Baroness Oksana Ambrose, insisted that her daughter must have been kidnapped and forced to withdraw the credits. After a month-long investigation by the Warglass Detective Agency, funded using the last of the family's wealth, Lady Talitha was found safe and well, but without any of the Foundation's fortune. Addicted to gambling, she'd managed to lose the entire 300 billion credits in a series of games of deadlock poker with members of a secret gambling ring known as the Joker's Deck. A contrite Talitha Ambrose, disowned by her family and with her title stripped, explained that she'd staked the entire Ambrose estate at a lavish event hosted by the Joker's deck and lost everything. Claiming to be cured of her gambling addiction, she vowed to spend the rest of her life raising funds for addiction support charities. The membership of the Joker's den is secret, but there are rumours that some very high-up people are involved, including at least one of the famous and infamous Rochester clan. Eric Gunnarsson and Francesca Wolfe of the Warglass Detective Agency now say that after a huge amount of additional sleuthing, they are getting close to revealing the secrets of this notorious but shadowy gambling event. As a teaser to these forthcoming revelations, Gunnarsson says that the Joker's deck was held at Galactic Summit in February and March this year, and that Galactic leaders were invited to determine the fate of the galaxy at the Rue Mortel, the Wheel of Death. Whatever Warglass can reveal, it's likely to be explosive. Beluga Bonanza if you've ever wanted to own a beluga, now might be the time to get one. All stations selling Kruger ships will be giving an additional 15% discount on dolphins, orcas and belugas from tomorrow, the 1st of October, for one week only. Luxury cabins will be similarly discounted. This will all be in addition to any existing discounts, such as those in Shinrata Desra and in systems controlled by Lee Yong-ri. Commanders are reminded that a cheaper ship means a cheaper rebuy, so these one-week-only benefits could be paying back for years to come. The discounts are being offered following a successful data-gathering exercise by the ship manufacturer to find its subsidiary Astrogator Tours some new and exciting tourist destinations. Tourist beacons, including the name of the commander who proposed the location, will be deployed before the end of October.
feds fail to get Grom. Yuri Grom is believed to have narrowly escaped following an attempt by federal forces to arrest the former admiral after the Delta Pavonis conference was revealed to be a trap. According to Grom, armed federal agents attempted to detain the EG Union dictator and only the sacrifice of his personal guard made Grom's escape possible. A number of Grom's delegation are believed to have been arrested. However, neither Hudson nor Grom seems ready to back down, and the whole of Delta Pavonis has become embroiled in a conflict between federal forces attempting to arrest Grom and the EG Union trying to give the federal forces a bloody nose. Both sides are offering a special reward to the top 75% of those helping out. Those assisting federal forces will have not one, but two fixed mount, class two, of rapid fire multi cannons with increased range and phasing sequence, but increased speed and reduced range. Combat pilots assisting Grom will receive two fixed mount, class two seeker missile racks with double engineered high capacity, increased fire rate, and drag munitions increased power draw and mass. These rewards will only be issued by the winning side in the conflict. It remains to be seen whether a federal victory could signal the end of Yuri Grom as a power. Duke Simeon Petrescu, the host of the conference that he thought was intended to determine the future of Delta Pavonis, insists that he was unaware of the federal plot to capture Grom. A matter of little gravity. The Pilots' Federation has announced that it'll soon be permitting pilots to disembark on most megaships. Rescue megaships being an exception because of the difficult conditions the medical teams are working in there. Megaships will contain the usual terminals to conduct business. And some stores, such as Pioneer Supplies, Vista Genomics and Frontline Solutions. Unlike most existing starports, the social area on a megaship will face out towards space. So you can stand looking forwards towards the von Braun wheels that create the illusion and practical benefits of gravity by applying centripetal acceleration to those inside. Pilots restricted to their own social area, away from such luxury, can only imagine what gravity and space would be like as they stomp around in magboats, clutching their magnetic gin and tonics and speaking to that bartender with a magnetic personality. But at least they'll be able to give a thumbs up to show everything is just fine. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you didn't have to. Commanders Beetle Jude and Wotherspoon. What do you think of it so far? Time now to take whatever medication you require to be able to cope with the singular distortion of events that is the Hutton Sports Report and the distortion of a human being that is the Apology Officer. Yeah, that's a fair assessment, actually. Welcome to the Hutton Sports Report. The Hutton Sports Report is sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free Commander's Own bumper book of Space Life forms. This week, we have the following events. 
the bacterial jaggy nettles at the edge of the galaxy cup, the parasol mollusks sunning themselves in Colonia, champion of champions championship, the gourd mollusks fighting with sandal mollusks in the religious war pro celebrity tournament, the outwitted brain tree charity shield, the hollow out space pumpkin for Halloween trophy, the space whales there's lovely people's choice award. So, double points if you bring a bigger boat, pensioner fish teas are discounted on a Wednesday, and always salute when you see Captain Birdseye. The classified results are... Comet Born, 202. Lydia of the Void, 140. Doc Jack, 204. Light, 027, 24. Montgomery Python, 717 Wilfric 370 Yellow Green MD 72 Attic 2 61 Alternate Drive 4432 963 Clach McCudden 2 Strathspey Thistle 3 Caledonia Braves 1 Linlithgow Rose 3 Wolf 359 Wanderers 2 Hagel Caledonian Thistle 2 Dynamo LP 525-39 1 Aliath Alliance 2 Caldea for Yellow Green MD. Please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of a Hutton shaped jellyfish, a blowpipe, and some squid ink. We have three Hutton runs on the books this week. All three are from Doc Jack. The fastest time was 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 26 seconds, which puts them in a very respectable 30 second place overall. The really good news is that we have supplies again. We have bread, milk, Fredos, and we even got a delivery of toilet paper, thankfully. Have you ever tried whiting with a data slate? My advice is don't, especially when you're on a conference call. So don't sit around watching the fish tank, turn off those Jacques Cousteau Hall events, and put down your fish suppers. Take a moment to go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper before heading out onto the high seas and becoming a Hutton hero. Let's face it, anything has to be better than being mobbed, buffeted and probed by unruly cephalopods. Well, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia. As informative as ever. It's nearly time for the green room, so look under your seats for the piece of paper with your lucky number on it to see if you've won the door prize, and we'll be checking them a little later. Now, we've missed this next item for a few weeks, but we're really pleased to be able to welcome Amelia Hawke back into the studio for the Galnet Rares Digest. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities. So you don't have to. Tea. 
For as long as there have been civilized people, those civilized people have drunk tea. Beginning in China as a medicinal drink and then spreading to the most remote areas of old earth and then to the farthest reaches of the galaxy, tea has gone where humans have. The people of China had it fresh and green. In Japan, there was an elaborate ceremony. The Russians had it in a glass with a slice of lemon. From Turkey to India, they liked black tea brewed so strong and sweet that you could stand a spoon up in it. The Americans threw theirs into the harbor and had coffee instead. Well, until the Abut Wars, when Canada invaded and made tea drinking a punishment for laughing at their accent. Then there were the British. Their interpretation of tea involved adding sugar and milk to black tea. This was supplemented with iced cakes, tiny sandwiches with the crusts cut off, and warm scones with clotted cream and jam, so as to get the conversation started with the age-old question of which goes on the scone in what order. First there was afternoon tea, and then there was high tea. As the pace of life increased, and space travel became a part of everyday life, the tradition has all but died out. But in one corner of the galaxy, the high tea ritual is alive and well. In a little-known corner of the Machuco system, the harsh environment of planet B1 is home to some caves. And those caves are, in turn, home to a single gargantuan fungus, which feeds from a concentration of minerals found nearby. It appears to be a yellow-green in colour, with large flat caps which resemble leaves. Every year, some of the new growth is harvested before being taken to Hunziker Holdings for processing. Here, the crop is put through a series of soaks and chemical processes to remove harmful substances, such as the arsenic which gives the mycelium its green colour. When toxins reach a safe level, the resulting mulch is dried, chopped and finely ground to produce the tea we know, before being shipped up to Brandenstein ports above. At first glance, Machucos is an unlikely place for high tea. Most of its planets and all three of its stations are primarily concerned with mining and refining of various metals and minerals. But Brandenstein's port is something special among mining stations. From the outside, it's an unremarkable looking extraction hub, but the inside tells a different story. Beautiful wooden wall panels and art deco wall lights bathe the social hub in a diffused warm light. The smell of baked goods and tea wafts through the vents. A maitre d' in a bow tie and tails greets me with an archaic accent I can't quite place, and I'm shown to my table. I peruse the menu, but I already know what I'm here for. Machuco's high tea, which is only served at 4pm local time. Around me, I can see local miners decked out in their finery, chatting amiably. A tourist couple who turn up in shorts and t-shirt are ushered into a side room and appear moments later like extras from an Agatha Christie novel. The dress code is very strict. On the wall, an archaic timepiece chimes four o'clock, 
and an army of waiters and waitresses emerge from the kitchen bearing silver teapots, tiered cake stands groaning with pastries, fancies and tiny little sandwiches. Jam, butter, cream and some other delicious smelling things I can't readily identify are all placed on my table. There is a lot of food here for just one person having one pot of tea and I'm glad I took the decision to skip lunch so I can manage. I take a sip and although I like black tea this is a little bitter for me so I use the silver tongs and drop in a sugar cube. Better. The bitterness has passed and the tea has an earthy, slightly savoury, delicious umami flavour. As it goes down I'm left with a slight warmth at the back of my throat much the same as you get with ginger or chilli. An attentive waiter pours me a second cup and I feel my lips start to tingle as I imbibe my second cup. From there, a comforting numbness spreads throughout my body. My legs seem to melt, stretch out under the table until they're about eight feet long. I look at the zebra sitting at the table next to me, but he's no help. You see, that's the thing about Machukyo's high tea. It's high tea for two reasons. It's served as high tea, but it's also tea that gets you high. The washing process makes it safe to drink, but there are still some potent compounds in there. So be careful when you drink this stuff. I keep drinking to appear normal and hoping that my legs will sort themselves out. Hell's teeth! The walls are breathing when I breathe! I'm on the verge of panic when I notice a large flightless bird waddle across to my table in a way that delights and reassures me. It says something in soothing tones and hands me a sandwich. It would be rude to refuse, and I can never remember if penguins are aggressive or not. So I accept. After another sandwich and a sausage roll, the soothing sounds start to make sense. You have to eat something and then you'll feel better, it says. Well, I don't need to be told twice. I start on the sandwiches full of green stuff and move on to some brightly coloured dainty looking little cakes. Things are normalising now and so I keep eating and eating and eating. When I look, when I next look around, the zebra is a burly miner with drool down the front of her twin set and is uh, only now starting in on her table full of delights. The monochrome blue vision has gone and the sweats are easing off. The walls are just, um, well, walls and the timepiece chimes for 7pm. Has it really been three hours? I look at the empty food plates and uh, I feel sick as to how much I've eaten. This is Amelia Hawke reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest and I'm off to see if I can steal that one remaining French fancy while the purple unicorn isn't watching. So you don't have to. Oh, jeez. Actually, I might just undo my belt and have uh, a mini siesta here at my table. Are you better now? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. God, this is... You, you just... The visions, the things you see. 
Yeah, that last that uh, that last image that you put on the the slideshow that's mm-hmm. enough to put anybody off their French fancy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's oh. Pearson from a few years ago. That is yes. <laughs> I, I think the original photo was one of mine, so I've still got the original. If anybody wants to edit it <laughs> in a different way, <laughs> I think yeah. So uh, yeah, so I thought it was Mahukus. It's Mashukus. Mm. There we go. Mahusiv, isn't it? Mahusiv. <laughs> yes, <it's> Mahusiv. <laughs> yeah. So high tea is also high tea. Mm. High yeah. tea is high yeah. tea. Yeah. Mm. You don't want to move, do you? And obviously, immediate munchies. Yes. Yeah, well, it's, oh, the it's the only way. It's the only way. <laughs> no, that's, that's quite <laughs> you, the you Munchies must, where, they, where they bring you food. Yeah. It's all very suave and swanky. Mm. Yeah. It's all it's all about timing as well, isn't it? Because lunch is one pm, mm-hmm. so tea is at four pm, and then dinner is at seven or eight, depending. Yeah, on yeah. How she live in. So, and then supper. So it's just. I I think I think going by that, I think Amelia might be, and I don't want to talk for you, but I think you might be skipping your dinner and your supper. <laughs> well, I, I miss second breakfast. That's, that's yes. Yeah. Mm. It's not just your big feet that mark you out as a hobbit, then, right? <laughs> I'm taller than some people around yeah. here. Just, just going to make sure you, you don't fill up on Lembas bread. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> and always comb your toes before you go out. People notice. <laughs> okay. Uh, shall we get ready to go and see the lovely people at the green room? So if anybody's been hanging about in another channel and think, oh, I'll wait till the last minute. This is the last minute. Uh, I think we're going to be uh, in the majority. So I'm going to suggest that we do what we did last time is talk to the the visitors first and then we'll chat amongst ourselves afterwards. Yes, I think that works. So... It's you in the mark. It's you in the mark. It's you in the mark. It's Jim in the mug. It's Jimmy, 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 Jimmy of the mug. Uh, well, you can stay there then, Mega Boom. You can, you yeah. can listen. That's fine if you don't want to come in here. That's absolutely fine. What, one person refused at the first fence. Yes. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> anybody with a, anybody with a pencil? I know that Helen will have one ready because to swap like me. Um, and I pick this rat. This is a proper random order because I just wrote it down before we went in. So if I start with me, then you, then Simon, then Amelia, then Mia. Okay. Okay. Right. Got it. That means me going down here. I am talking to Doc Jack. Doc Jack, how the heck are you? I am doing wonderfully. It's it's been an exciting week. Do tell. Oh well, I have uh, I have been toiling night and day in the the darker realms of the stations to uh become the number one smuggler well you've just you just it. ruined that haven't you because now yeah, you give the game knows, away now oh, can yes, we have a dun- yeah, dun- 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 please <laughs> that's what i'm saying i could do that there we go there we are and indeed i have succeeded yes and we had you had right up until that point yes now it's like you've just uh, stopped silent running or waited mm. for a scan. They'll be watching uh, for you now. 
Yeah. They listen to this, you know, the authorities. Somebody has to. <laughs> Monitor all channels. Um, okay, I've got well, you down make as... It a, make it a more interesting time than what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you down as 204,000 uh, tonnes of cargo sold this week. Is that how much uh, Last week. Last week, yeah. yeah Finishing Monday. 39,000 this week. Mm. There you go. There we go. Mm, I mean, that's been... a lot of cargo anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah, been good money. A bit of us. On the black market... Oh, that black market. You, uh, mate, you got any petrol? Any diesel? So black. Got <laughs> yeah. anything shifty? I'll buy if anything you want, shifty. I can get it in. I'll buy anything shifty, mate. Anything. It's <laughs> all going quiet. <laughs> you know, if you see for the mug, we'll go away. <laughs> What happened there? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. You t- your your safe word is advert, just so you know. Oh, for the mug. I was, <laughs> mug, I, I was yeah. actually. I've got. I've got a question. If you, you, you were talking. You know, presumably, you're talking about smuggling some of that to Hutton as well. Uh no, because oh, okay. smuggling to smuggling to stations decreases influence. So. It does. It does. Makes it. Well, you don't, you don't want to doubly do. bad. I was kind of on this hand. I'm going shit. That's a lot of cargo. On this hand, I'm going. Ooh, that was a pretty quick hut and run time. Uh, they generally <laughs> don't go together. Yeah, well, so that uh, explains it. I got very very bored one night, uh, and then seeing <laughs> that the uh, the there was still no one on the hut and run, I decided to jaunt around the bubble and pick up some rares, <laughs> restock our. Emptying larders. Hmm. Yep. Thank God for that because oh, you yeah, you yeah. saved me a lot of hassle this week. It was yes, easy. So that, that, that was good. It was good. Yes. Everything everything from Lavian brandy to the star lube. It's all. <laughs> Thank we you. always need more star lube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That star won't itself. I I for one appreciated your efforts because it it gave me gave me a start <laughs> on writing the sports report. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. There we go. Yep. So, uh, Adverk? To Bully Dentata. To Bully Dentata? That means everything's okay. Stop it. Okay. Stop singing. (laughs) Stop singing. I just want to dance. (laughs) Right. I get to talk a little breaker then. Yeah, well, you can't have it all your own way, can you? Yeah. <laughs> you seem to often get the short straw with that one. <laughs> How are you Don't doing? tell us your problems. Uh, I'm doing good, thanks. Had uh, a great evening a couple of weekends back in the company of our fluffy highness, Alvin. Oh, name dropper. Uh, I mean, Snoz and Carl were there as well, but Alvin was obviously the important one. But yeah, it was great to actually see some real faces for once instead of just chatting online or whatever. So, so that was really enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, but that yeah. was only Alvin, thankfully. So. Oh, yeah. I was going to, I was going to see. I've, I've had to speak to Snows before about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, steady on. Uh, other than that, in game, I've been uh, running around in circles, shooting lots of people. Still absolutely hooked on uh, surface combat zones. So taking every opportunity I can to find any wars for fighting them in. And my company's decided that, um, well, this uh, this this COVID thing could go on forever, so we need to get back to doing some work. And uh, I'm off to France next month. No, for a, oh, for, a, for a business trip. Oh, definitely practice washing your hands. 
Yeah, definitely. Well, I always practice that in France anyway. But uh, yeah, b- business trip to Toulouse can't be bad, can it? No. No. Oh. Home of the Airbus. Yes, I've yes. Been, been through that airport many, many times. I've got fr- friends who used to live near there, so uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's my first time in Toulouse actually, so it'll be interesting. Nice airport. But we, we have we have a local because we've got a site over there that we're visiting. So he's been tasked with finding us a decent restaurant to eat in each night that we're over there. So. <laughs> It's a hard life, but I'm sure you'll struggle through. Well, the first one he suggested has apparently got two Michelin stars. So, um, only two. Uh, well, a couple, a couple more, and that's a full set of <laughs> tires, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. Do that like on that, expenses, yeah. yeah. It's a bicycle. <laughs> of course, it's on expenses. You've got a per diem of, of, of fifty of ten euros. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. couldn't even afford McDonald's on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have to go to McDonald's if we go there the first night. So. <laughs> picturing like a, a monster truck bicycle that's just got car tires on it. The <laughs> <laughs> Big Mac. But yeah, that's that's, that's what you're going to do. You haven't done anything useful up to now, Tom. Uh no, nothing useful at all. No, have any of no. us? No, no, not for about eighteen months now. <laughs> 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 so I'm just going to say yeah for the Aardvark, I think. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Hakuna Matata. Yes, Hakuna Matata. Something like that. I, 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 I keep seeing the little blue light go from dark to light blue. PBSF Ghost, are you there? I am. Oh, excellent. Excellent. I kept seeing the light come on, but I didn't hear anything. But is there anybody at home? Is there no, anybody out there? There's no one at home now. Yeah. So, how, how are you and what have you been up to this week? Oh, uh, this month. Well, this month I've been playing a lot of playing a lot of elite. Yeah, an awful lot of elite. What are you doing? Um, what are you doing? I've actually left PPFS and made my own squadron. Oh, uh, Splitter. Blackhearts. Yeah, I know. Splitter. I know. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Blackhearts. Blackhearts. Right. We'll make sure yeah. we. Uh... At least you haven't gone to PC. They're real splitters. <laughs> uh, but I'm on PC as well. Master race. <laughs> I'm on Master <base>. something. <laughs> Stop baiting. Sorry, sorry, Ghost, I'm interrupting. No, you're not. Um, and also, I'm on here just to say that my 24-hour live stream starts tomorrow. That's tomorrow, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I had to move it because my mum's birthday party got in the way. Yeah, we did mention yeah. that, but we, we didn't say when we did the answer. We didn't actually say it was your mum's birthday. We said it was important family stuff. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. well being eighty, I think that's really important stuff. Oh god, yeah, yeah, that's that's a yeah. that's a big and one. Congratulations. Have you? Have you are you going to publicise it, or have you tasked that Harry Balls that guy? Well, the uh, the link to, the link to David's the link uh, be there. stream is actually in the chat now, and yeah. yeah. So yeah. and we'll. Uh, well, that's and eight that's, of us then who knows where. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> that's a fundraiser for the hospice, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. D- uh, David, if you want to, uh, when you're getting ready, if you want to do a post in our Facebook group, I'll put it up as a, an announcement for the for the day, so that everybody will see it at the top of their screen when they come in. Oh, right? thank you. That'd be really nice. Thank you. Yeah. Probably on doesn't guarantee well. anything, but it's it's the thing they'll skip over first. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> get I'm, working, yeah. I'm working from home tomorrow, so I might get the chance to <laughs> pop in and have a wee watch as well. Yeah. Only if you're going to play cricket with me. Oh no! <laughs> you know I don't have the accent for it. <laughs> oh, you do. I don't. 
Oh, that right. sounds sex. Right. Sounds tell awful. What, no, all right. I tell you what we'll do. Me and you will play Art Rock. Play what? Art Rock. Ah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Hakuna Matata. To be honest. Cricket may not be in it, but yeah. Yeah, I've got so many games I can play. Okay. I'll just get a bit of look around. But the more the merrier. I'll be on the Xbox most of it yeah. and a bit on PC. You doing a bit of Elite in it as well then? Yeah, Elite's in it. Good. Good. Honestly, so what's the uh, for your live stream, what's what's the format? Are you gonna you gonna split it up during the day? You're just gonna play up, you got some things mm. and uh, you're just gonna play uh, by ear. Play by ear basically. But yeah, it'd be yeah. the times are like seven PM Friday to seven PM Saturday. Hmm. And mm. this is how it goes. I may yeah. for I may and Simon who is mega bontastic, my real mate in real life, mm-hmm. uh well, may have to phone me to keep me awake because I do fall asleep <laughs> easily enough. Well, there's lots of Red Bull and yeah. Monster and coffee and... Oh, yeah, that's... It's like Taron's never done a 24-hour stream. I hope you've got a test card for when you go for a toilet break. Oh, no, that'd be live. Oh, is that, is that going to be streamed? Live stream. I know that there's, yeah, they're streaming and then they're streaming. Like live, live stream on a live stream. Yeah. <laughs> is that, is that I, what they call really it? A go-cam? Yeah. I renamed it. I have got a recap. Don't I renamed it. I renamed it Cubicle Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, for the for the Naga, Nart Bark, or whatever you want to call it now. Yeah. Uh, thank you, you lot. I'll bring you all the best for tomorrow. Yeah. Good, good luck for tomorrow, mate. Thank you. Hold up. Who's next? Well, it's gone quiet because you didn't tell us. Uh, you're next to talk to yourself. Chicks, you can. Tricks, you can talk to Amelia, I think. Amelia, how are you and what have you been up to this week? Hello, chicks. I am fine. I have been... Well, actually, I've been... Yeah, I've been working. You call that work, do you? Come on. (laughs) Well, I get to make games, so... uh, Hmm. It's not really work. It is work, but it's not really work. It is... Well, yes, no, yes, no, yes. Yeah, but no, but no, but no. But yeah, whatever. No, but yeah, but no, but... <laughs> no, I've been I've been absolutely swamped and it looks like I'm going to be swamped for at least another month. But um, but it is all good because we are making awesome stuff. So um, do, you, do you have a... Do you have a project that has got to be delivered by a certain time or are you just, is it sort of an ongoing... Yes. Okay. Yes. And what is it and um, by when? Right, so I, I can't talk much about it. Um, okay. When it's about the only thing it. you can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when does it have to be done by? When are you? When it, is the it has to be done by the end of October. Um, Halloween. Yes, and there's actually two two projects that need to be finished by the end of October, and they are huge projects. <laughs> you must like deadlines, um, though, don't you? Just love I can't the pushing noises as they. <laughs> I hate deadlines so much. Um, more so now that I've got this job than I ever did in the past. Um, but uh, no, it's all good. Um, I'm going to try my hardest to get the 
to hit the deadlines. And have you got a series of mini milestones? You've got it all programmed out, what you've got to do by when and blah, 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 you know. Um, so you're always, yes. always, always ready early because... It sounds, that sounds very, very professional, doesn't it? So yeah, let's say like yes. Let's say yeah. yes, that sounds really good. I'm going to send you a link to the TED Talk about the procrastination monkey and the panic monster. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. Building a bit of float into your programme. Yeah, let, let's say it's all it's all going swimmingly. Yeah. Until I think. It <laughs> <laughs> so um, you, have you been in game much? No, no. I'm I'm actually um I'm actually considering uh going back to Horizons because um because uh VR. VR you know? Yeah. Yep. Um so I'm thinking about just switching back to Horizons for a bit. Um just Putting your so feet up, can, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> just so I can just discount the the non VR section entirely. Mm. Um, which is I mean they're probably going to sort it eventually. I mean, surely, you know. Well, VR on foot, no, no plans. Well, not yet, but no you plans. Know, I'm, I'm forever hopeful. Well, so we all are, but no plans. You might as well yeah. enjoy it. Just seeing on the flat screen while you can. It's but it's two-dimensional. <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> that's well, that's brilliant. Real life. You're crossing off your nose despite your face. <laughs> Can it? It's not as immersive. It, it messes with my immersion. immersion. Oh, God. Can I, can I borrow your Odyssey if you're not using it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can give you my download link if you like. I can't even use VR for any length of time. I'm going to get a headache. I can't use it because I, I don't have a headset. I find it difficult to enjoy Elite Dangerous as I do in VR when I'm on screen. Depends what you're doing, I, 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 I find. Have you actually done any Odyssey? Not really. I no. haven't done... Why, don't, uh, you try, why don't you try it? I've, I've tried it. Don't get me wrong. I have tried it. I just I can, cannot get on with it at all. I just... Um, about the only Can thing... You, the only thing you'd miss right, the VR right, for... Right, come on. on this, is, this isn't a cult. Stop trying to recruit. <laughs> <laughs> just shout Abvap Gabili and move on. <laughs> Tabuli Dentata. Yeah, Tabuli Dentata. Means everything's fine. <laughs> means no worries. Means no worries are okay, but fine. Means, Amelia, you're talking. Means, Amelia, you're talking to Mia. Right, hello, Mia. Hello. I don't have Odyssey either, so I won't try to recruit you. It's okay. <laughs> it's safe. This is a safe space. Safe space. That's safe like space. Safe spaces. Yeah. yeah. Because that's how the aardvark thing started. That was the safe word. Yeah, it still is. <laughs> what, space? Space. No. Oh, don't yeah. Space, hard Right. Everything sounds so much better when you put the word space in front of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. You ask Cal Carver yeah. about that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Fine and dandy and tickety-boo. Awesome. Um, so I have also been in work, sadly, but, you know. It's what it is, isn't it? Um, it is what it is. I, yeah. I do get a couple of days working from home, though, and I really enjoy that. So the, tomorrow's one of my days I'll be working from home. Um, Are you on a like a half-on, half-off type thing? Yeah, three days in, two days at home. It's great. Okay. It's fine. Because um, I remember you saying you really enjoyed working at home. Yeah, I do. I quite like it, but uh, that's that's not entirely <clears> up to me. So you know, and I've got staff in, so I don't like to be staying at home and sending them to work. You know, those, those even though that's what they're there for. Those three uh, days aren't Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, are they? How do you know? 
because there's an acronym for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Yes, yes. okay. <laughs> right. Can I, can, moving on. It's my time to shine. Stop stealing my thunder. I want to talk. <laughs> um, for a joke. <laughs> no one of yours there isn't. Um, there you are, we're getting complaints now. So, so have, you been, have you been getting up to anything in gang? Not really. Um, I went over to visit that system for the Galnet for Mahukas. Uh, for the for the Galnet Rails because I was I was looking at the system stuff on EDSM and things and it just I couldn't understand how they could have tea in a place like that it just it was all very incongruous so I went over and had a look but that's about it for a leap for this week um, since I get back I've, I've taken a wee holiday so I've been doing a bit of Assassin's Creed Valhalla um, it's very good I'm wanting the Siege of Paris now it's all very nice Ooh. and very French it's all going French Um <laughs> So I've been messing about learning how to edit sound files and things and just putting the book with Sounds the tannoy like really and things. Yeah, it's keeping me out of trouble. Um, and it's what uh, is Friday before I even know it. So, yeah, that's me. Um, nice. And Hakuna uh, Matata. To Bully Dentata. Yes, to you too. Me, it's your it's turn. me. Yeah. Who am I talking to? Who Chicks. am I talking to? Chicks. Chicks. Oh, God, why? Oh, we already oh God, yeah. right, OK, go. It's gone, it's gone round in a little sort of three-corner triangle, this, hasn't it? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> right, you're on. Yes. Go. How have you been? I've been good. I've been playing a lot of Elite this week. Have you? What have you been up to? Really More, more weed-bothering? Uh, yeah, we, back to weed-bothering. I mm. did take three days. I, I got up to... 200 samples, so I decided to go back to uh, Barnard Star and dump the lot to get that's a final sort of take on how much more I need before. That's a lot of pee. I hope your doctor appreciates Finally, that. well, see the size of the compost heap <laughs> um, before I finally get elite. So I'm 84% through um, geneticist, which is the one before. So it's a bit like you remember when you were in Combat Deadly. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, when that's going to end. And Combat Deadly wasn't so bad. <coughs> I found um, Tycoon to Elite Trading was just a nightmare. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah I struggled with that, that one. Been so bad. That was fairly quickly for me, though. Mm. Um, so I was in Barnard, so I thought, yeah, I'll do a little break and I'll do the uh, CG. So I started the CG on Monday and finished last night. Right, and so I, you got a very special prize, didn't you? Well, I, well, yeah, I went to bed with an orca, and I woke up with a dolphin. <laughs> is, is is that good? And that's my excuse, my lord. <laughs> yes, yes. Hot oh. dog, we're going to see world. Well, it was a <laughs> slight downgrade, but I don't know what I'm going to do with a yellow dolphin, and uh, I, I, I was going to do with a yellow orca either. But yeah, uh, it take passengers to places, isn't it? Yeah, I don't do passengers. You can go to all the... They're always moaning about stuff. Such a small ship, it's got quite a good cargo. Yeah. yeah oh, I'll give it a try when I get it. It's, it's good for exploration. It's pretty, it I, I seem to remember it being quite good for exploration if you, no. you engineer it and kit it out properly. I used it in Hot Mess for get, delivering Get my ass mm. to Mars. Um, no, I use the Asp Explorer for uh, exploring these days because it's not as sluggish as the, uh, as the Jumper Conda. Yeah. Even though it doesn't yeah. have such a big jump range, you don't really need it. I can recommend the Type 6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, oh, I went to see the new Bond film this afternoon as well. Mm. Oh, oh, same, same. Oh, it's very good. What did you think of it? I thought it was very good. It was... Um, Long. 
Yeah. It was oh, long, God. but it, it didn't feel like a... It, it, yeah, they could have chopped 15, 20 minutes off it, but it didn't feel overly long. And That bit where it, he ripped a mask off and he was still Roger Moore underneath. <laughs> that was a reveal. And he'd have got away with it if it weren't for those pesky kids. Pesky kids, kids yeah. Um, uh, often action films are, are very, very fast-paced, and I felt it kept a pace, but it wasn't mm. breakneck the whole time. And I'm not going to give any spoilers, so people can Absolutely. take their mm-hmm. fingers out of their ears. But quite a few, oh, my God. Um, and you sort of, what? Um, no, it's very good. The usual, everything you expect, and a bit more, I thought. Okay. And uh, I'm wearing my... Raspberry velvet dinner jacket as we speak. With Exciting tie, just in tribute. You better have gone to it with wearing that. Oh, I never <laughs> thought of that. Well, you that can't blame the, the bloke for turning up in a in a strange jacket. So if he'd turned up in a dinner jacket, that really would have just. So you just left your costume on, you idiot. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because in Burke Hampstead, there's a there's a, a a restored there's the Rex Cinema in Burke Hampstead, and it's a beautiful restoration of a nineteen. 1935 it opened, something like that. Sort of art deco cinema. And I went to see Casablanca there and uh, so I turned up in the white dinner jacket and all the rest of it. And the manager, as he introduced the film, and he, he, he said, tonight we have our very own Rick. And out of bloody nowhere, this spotlight landed on me. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. You know little, you do. Yeah, little ripple of applause. Yeah. It's a great film. Casablanca. One person at the back saying, we're in <laughs> right. Haters yeah. gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. No, I th- I think that the white the white dinner jacket's just. They have, I like the I like the raspberry called one though. Someone oh, the news with that the other night. Thought, what a, you know, what a, you know. Yeah. Raspberry, by the way. Yeah, fantastic. Um, it did clash with the the red carpet a little, I thought. Well, that was their problem. Fantastic. No, has. And of course, he had to wear the black tie, otherwise they wouldn't have let him in. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hopefully this week, get the elite plant bothering out of the way, and just the conversation there with VR. I may go, may give VR in Odyssey a try. I haven't been doing it while I've been on the spending so much time on planet surfaces because it doesn't mm-hmm. seem seems a bit pointless. Yeah, but if I decide I'm going to do something back in space, um, sick by going standby. Yeah, I do. Well, it doesn't bother me that. No, okay, <clears throat> so I'd be fine then. Well, I've got a couple of videos I need to make. Right. But go, go and make them. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, my main problem with VR is it, it makes me not want to get up as much. So I'll, I'll sit down, put my headset on, and before I know it, seven hours have passed. <laughs> <laughs> and you're sitting there in a puddle or just... Are you sure, hungry, you, ha- really, are you, really sure you haven't been at the Mahookas <clears throat> uh, high tea? Hmm. Yeah, you, got, you got to stock up beforehand. Yeah. Anything in arm's reach that it's, you it's know yes. it is. It's not the stocking up, it's the getting rid of his mind. Make sure you lift the lid in the commode just, chair. Just bring yeah. a bucket, yeah. <laughs> just bucket under the desk. Pea bottle. Yeah. Right. So on, on the, the keyboard to death. On the famous last words of pea bottle, are you done? Hardback! Right. It's me to now talk to you. Helen. Flossy. I think she did a BRB. She'll be right back. And, and well, in that case, be... it's her turn to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say. <laughs> somebody else leap in. Somebody else uh, leap in and talk to me then. What? Sean, what are you doing? What have you well, been up to? Uh, I had the flu jab on Friday. Sorry, Yay! <laughs> saw a, a stream of a play, My Night with Reg, which is back from the Ugh. 
But from yeah, it, it's back from the early days of the AIDS crisis, so, which is quite like a one-y. No, it had uh, Stephen K. Amos in it. It's very good. It's very good. Oh quite, right, okay. Quite quite harrowing. Uh, and then right. we just did lots of cooking of crumpets, bagels, bread rolls, Italian biscuits, tiramisu, oh, cheesecake, and took all of that lot to uh, oh, oh, some boy. some friends um, uh, with their mother lived lives with them. Uh, mother mm. friend and she's quite frail so can't can't get out so we went there yeah. and took <clears throat> took cheer and and stuff and and we caught up with christmas presents because <clears throat> we haven't seen them since christmas so we did uh-huh. that so it's only it's only september well practically <laughs> october but well, you know we'll, you can we'll be on. by the time this green room finishes yes yeah i just kept him for the next one <laughs> i'm back Oh, lovely! Which is which is good timing then, because uh, we, we it was my turn to talk to you, and you. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I, I, I slipped myself in, as it oh, were. I'm uh, sorry, so, I, I couldn't wait any longer. <laughs> it's the, it, it gets me like that as well. You go off and get and find yeah. a bag to be sick in. I know. In that case, yeah. it's me. <laughs> I, well, uh, apart from the last couple of minutes, Helen, what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, well, most this week mostly looking for sight worlds for the CG. Uh, apart from that, not a lot really. I was, um, I did. I was trying to find some nice scenic ones where you could see the Earth like from a planet with plants on, but I couldn't find many of them. It's tricky, isn't it? Uh, there was one which would have been good. But it was uh, it was dark on the <laughs> side of the planet facing the Earth, like, and I was going to go back today. But I had to look on a system map, and it's uh, what do you call it? Tightly locked, so no, <laughs> no point. <laughs> mm. I bet I would have good got a good one from there. Oh, I, mm. I struggled with that for the for the other part of the competition. So yeah, I, I just took one in the competition. Well, that's what I was doing. Yeah, it and said sod it. Well, I, I put one in, but it's. Not brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> just <too. laughs> like in the distance, you know. But it was funny, wasn't it? Because they said in the competition, it's like, we want an... It doesn't have to be of the Earth-like, but it needs to be an in-system shot. But no, yeah. no, no system map shot, so everybody submits system map shots. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I know I was tempted to, to use one I took on uh, Distant Worlds too. Yeah, I was going to use a previous one as well. <laughs> but I couldn't um, swear but that it was... All it was was me and the condor flying past the earth, like, so it wasn't really that interesting. There I, was nothing else. I had one of the 200th um, first discovered earth, like I took, and I thought, yeah, well, there's nothing to say. Uh, and the <laughs> bugger was, in the cockpit panel, I'd greyed out the system name. <laughs> and I couldn't find the originals. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, you didn't take a copy first. <laughs> well, I, I kind of did, but I had a, obviously had a clean up, you know, and especially with those high res files. Like, oh yeah, yeah. How many megabytes they are? So I must have had a clean out at some point. Probably when mm. I renewed my hard drive. I don't, I don't delete my screenshots. I Move them to a separate drive. <laughs> yeah, I should, I should do that, I suppose. I'd just like to make them smaller instead of being yeah. bitmap files. Yeah. In fact, I use a proper screenshot now, so uh, so it's a PNG mm. file. You know, use the Windows key and print screen. Oh, right. For all my stuff. And then it yeah. instantly goes into the right folder, and you know where to find it later. 
I might start doing that. <laughs> as, as Harry Bulls out there knows only too well. Yes, because I've got copies of most of them, yes. But but there will be lower res doing just a screenshot. From, well, well, yeah, but... But it depends what you're doing them for, isn't it? Well, the the other thing, I find the, the camera it uses when you do a high-res screenshot, it's a much wider angle, so it's it's almost like a portrait shot, but very wide angle, um, whereas the screenshot, you you know, what you see is what you get. Right. Without the distortion. <laughs> so you, you can line up a shot perfectly on the screen and then you take the, the screenshot. Hmm. Um, is it Alt F10 or something? I can't remember hmm. that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I used to have For a piece of blue tack yeah. on my keyboard where it was um, <laughs> from when I was in VR. Ah. That's what HDS Voice Pack to do for you with, with Voice Attack. Just tell it to do it. I can't use Voice Attack. No, it's, it's, it's too inconsistent <laughs> for me. It's just, it's all, just, I tried it at one point and it it just kept mishearing me. Eleven. Uh, Eleven. Yeah. Eleven. It's just a matter of t and training Windows what you're because it's Windows plus, that's doing this stuff. Plus the fact I'm in a a fairly small house. I play in our front room, and there's often other people in the room, husbands or son, who yeah. are. Watching TV or they doing other things, they don't want to be listening. Be listen, don't want to be listening to me saying, talking to me computer. And you don't want them shouting <laughs> after making things happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. So it's all a bit daft for me. Mm. Boost, boost. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I, I just don't bother with. I'd love to be able to use it, but I can't really. It's not practical. It's funny in, in VR with a with a hot ass as well. You don't mm. need it because um, mm. you've got so many buttons. So Depends mm. which 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 hot ass you've got. You've got a Thrustmaster oh, T hot ass. You've only got about four buttons. So I don't have one now. I just have a joystick <laughs> yeah. with a mm. built-in throttle and mirror pedals. Mm. Oh. Since ah. since I uh, injured my oh yeah um, oh. Okay. Yeah, I just use the joystick on its own. But yeah, that's me mostly this week, just uh, doing the earth legs. Oh, I wish I, I might <coughs> write it down. Um, this, it's not exploration, is it? I know it uses the exploration element of the game, but all people are doing is going to systems that have previously been discovered mm -hmm. by others and taking the system names out of Spanish. Plotting a mm. route and just jumping between them. So that's not really. I wish they'd do a CG. Could be a week long. Um, it'd be nice if it was a bit longer, where it was yeah. only first, you know, pick a. Pick yeah, a type, but you're not, not going to get many first well, discovered. You'd be surprised. Waterworlds, you get quite a few. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you've got um, loads of waterworlds. Airflight worlds, I think for, yeah. for a CG, they really need to make, to yeah. allow you to do discovered. Systems. Yeah, because you need to be out and back in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is why why not let it run for a bit longer, but have you know some. Really what do you mean, nice... like an interstellar initiative, that kind of thing? Well, no, that's a... it'd be like a CG, <laughs> but make it two weeks or make it four weeks or I mean, two mm. two weeks would be pretty, wouldn't be. Any I think people anymore. just don't have the attention span. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> I wasn't listening. Um, I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Yeah, a week's plenty time to you can quickly get out of the bubble, 
go and do a load of final first discussion. You can when you know what you're doing. <laughs> yes. Set it, set it to fastest and then economical. Mm. And no, it's scanning. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be a nice CG. Yeah? And some really mm. nice exploration prizes. But that, uh, you remember that um, 200% uh, dis- uh, display scanner we, we got from the above? Oh, yes, I, I oh. use that. The thing is, if it's two, you get it in one. If it's four, you get it in two. If it's six, seven, or eight, it's still only four. No, I. I was was getting getting the six and sevens in three. Yeah, you can do it in three. But you don't even have to be very careful aiming anymore. In fact, some of the sixes I've done in two. Yeah, you can do it. You can, yeah. If you get it right around the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Good for the game, but terrible for your mental arithmetic. Apparently. Well, you get to, yeah. Are we, are we, <laughs> quick before we before we lose all of our remaining listeners and watchers, viewer. viewer. <laughs> yeah, shall we move back back into the studio five? I say, old chap, isn't it early to be drinking? Centauri Megagin, don't mind if I do. Oh, bugger. I appear to have dropped my cocktail stick. Centauri Megagin, for the gentleman in you. And we're all back. Hooray! I think we haven't left anybody behind, have we? No. Okay. Only our self-respect and our audience. Well, only one of them we had at the beginning. Yeah, we only had one of them at the start anyway. That's very true. Well, thank you very much, everybody, and especially the the people who came to the green room and joined in and stayed and listened to us drivel on about each other at the end. That was really... uh, Above and beyond the call of duty. Uh, very good. We had a, a very nice um, Rares Digest there from Amelia Hawk. Thank you very much. Um, with extra pictures for anyone who's who's watching. We're trying an experiment there. That was that was a lot of work sitting there hitting buttons. To, to, <laughs> I couldn't blink during that. You, to, those of you, know, the, you, you do this stuff to yourself. You understand know, that, don't you? Yes, I know. I didn't have to do it. So th- those of us who are in the crew who hadn't had a chance to... To watch it, we're going. Watch it back and see what it see what it looks like. See if it um, if it works for you. I, I was mm. watching it at the time. It looked mm. good. I have to say, it looked you, good. You know, pictures don't make prizes. <laughs> no points make prizes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've only got the pictures to do. You know, so yeah. I, I got these I, buttons. I like just the uh, I like the I like the Budley Miner with our, our red <laughs> pearls on. Yeah, red pearl necklace. Well, I, I found a picture of a. a cup of tea on a table, took the background away, found this miner, and it was actually a woman miner, I think, or a, or a, a good, yeah. good approximation thereof. But just to be on the safe side, zoomed it out so you couldn't see much, and then took a... Um, and then, I was going to say, gave her a pearl necklace. Oh, no, no. No, oh, no God, sorry. No, move on. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I found these red, I found <laughs> these red beads, is and it, I actually photoshopped them on. Is that time of already? <laughs> yeah. Is that time of night? It's, it's gone, that time of night. Yeah. Oh, past the shed water. Mm. Uh, shit. Yeah, past the shit, past the water. So, uh, thank you very much, everybody, to, and um, the and the and everybody else. So, yes, thank you, Mia. Thank you, Tricks. Thank you, Flossie, and thanks to me. Um, that's been this week's show. We'll be back same time, same space channel, um, same space time. No, not everything sounds better if you say space in front of it. It's like not <laughs> not much sounds better if you say like in front of it. Mm. All right. Like what? <laughs> yeah. 
Bye. Bye. I don't like... I can't do it. No, I can't. No, I'd have to hit myself. Sorry. I can't do it. Not even in jest. I don't like like it when they say like in front of stuff like... No, no move, please. I, the pain. I think yes. it's time for us to depart and for starting with Amelia to issue the immortal word. For the man! For the mug! For the mug! For the mug! Mug! Mug, 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 mug. No journey too long and no cargo too small The profit margins never really mattered at all We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere Loading up the teenagers to the brim with To the sun, Swivel X the pilot on the Xbox One. Alvin at the front, you know he leads us well. Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody else. Father Mark, Father Mark, yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Father Mark, Father Mark, now everybody sing the Hut and Trucker song. gentlemen that is the end of the show everyone's buggered off now so why don't you buggle off too is it halloween already i'm afraid that i've no idea what's going on in the studio tonight
but I do know that my name is Harry Balzac. Should we just do that bit again because I didn't have <laughs> I didn't have your mics on? Should we just do that bit again? Oh, that, would be, that would be fun. It'll be it'll be it'll be wonderful. Seamless. Yes, here we Seamless. go. All right. Uh, good evening, everyone. My goodness, is it Halloween already? I'm afraid they have no idea what's going on in the studio tonight. But I do know that my name is Harry Balzac. Yeah. As the commander explains. <laughs> That's the mayor. That's the mayor. That's the, the mayor. Commander explains. <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> Microphone was off. Uh, hereby invite any other... We are very, very sorry for all of the mishaps, all of the misbroadcasts, all of the non-broadcasts and all of the nonsense which has happened at this evening's Hot News. I'm Mr Dusty. Well, thank you very much. That was excellent. Give me your trash.